Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? We're here to battle on who has the best artists, musicians, and of course, it's from England. Debatable. Let the battle begin. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. We say hello from England. In America, they say hey. Howdy. Great program. Tell them all about it. That's right. Hey, we're the Limey and the Yank, and today the Yank gets to kick us off by explaining that our episode is about bands that replace their frontman. We're going to have a lot of fun with this one, and I'm going to kick us off. I'm going to mention one that's been in the news recently, just because it's got a lot of interest to it, and it is a big deal, and that is... The Australian band, ACDC, replaced their frontman with American singer Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses. Now, I think that's really great. They're actually touring and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff they're doing. And partly it's just because their original lead singer can't continue. And that's really a shame. But if you think about ACDC, this is a really good match for them because their vocal style, no one would ever say Brian Johnson is singing like Freddie Mercury and doing the operatic thing. So... It's nice that you have someone who can screech and howl and do that whole blues kind of sound. And I think Axl Rose is doing a good job at it. And it sounds like the fans are pretty happy with it, too. So it's a good blend. It's a good mix. Is he doing original songs of theirs or have they got some new material? Because I find that's the problem. You know, sometimes, I mean, singers can sing those original songs, but most people like to hear them. In the original version. Right, but everybody who's a fan knows that we really can't have him, Brian Johnson, continue to go on right now. So what's happened instead, ACDC has a huge back catalog, if you think about it. No fan is going to say, hey, I I want you to just skip all that really cool stuff from the past four decades. So five decades. I know, but it's it's a different song, and it's just like a different instrument, if it's a different voice with it. And some people like it and can do it other people, and I'm more of, it's tough for me to transition to the new singer. Right. But my three top picks, it was so easy because they were so talented and so wonderful and so different. They jumped right in from the head man, and they made, in some ways, the group even more successful and better and have a different sound too. Well, that's part of the fun of it is that... um when a band replaces a lead singer because they just can't get along, the fans get really bummed and they're more likely to choose sides. But when you have a band where there's really just not a choice, that's a different thing. And we're going to get into some of that too today. And you've got a choice to tell us what are you going to pick from ACDC, who's probably one of my all-time favorite bands. I'm not, <sighs> you know, and what a concert they put on with the big bell and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are we going to sample everybody with? Now, this has to be, if it's your first pick, it's got to be your favorite song. None of this, I've got a bunch. Which one's it going to be? That's the hard part. It's so hard to choose just one, but here's what I'm going to do. Just in case you haven't heard Axl Rose singing with ACDC, I'm going to put a sample in of him singing right here. Okay, buddy. What are you going to pick with ACDC? There's one that's been going around on YouTube of Axl Rose singing for ACDC, and they do a more modern hit of theirs, Thunderstruck. That'd be interesting. I, I've not heard it. And I, can I give you my honest opinion after this 
little bit? If you must. You know I must. Actually, you've probably heard Thunderstruck a whole bunch in trailers and commercials and random stuff. But anyway, let's let you hear Thunderstruck with Axl Rose. Here we go. I'm impressed. Cool. I'm impressed. I, I mean, actual, actual Rose. What I mean when they come to the arena in Orlando, they blow it down. He's he's got. I mean, what a front man. He's up there with Freddie Mercury. I think they just played there last year. And Freddie Mercury. No, actual Rose. They played in Orlando last year and filled it. I think eighty thousand. But what a spectacular concert they put on. You know, and you know he's got that guitarist too. You I'm know? sorry, I get what you meant. You meant he's up there. I thought when you said in concert he's up there with Freddie Mercury, I thought he'd have to be a hologram. Okay, so that's enough about the Americans. You've had enough time okay. with the American stuff. Boy, have I got something. All I can say is like Genesis. Genesis, the original, with Peter Gabriel, who was the most incredible frontman in the world with all those outfits and bizarreness. I mean, he was really incredible. And they, they were going for like, I think about 10 years before uh, they actually, he moved on for his solo career. And of course, the classic Soul, who doesn't like that album? Yeah. I mean, the guy is brilliant and I have never seen him in concert. I've seen videos of him. And I tell you, it's like Circus Soleil with uh, <laughs> Peter Gabriel. He really put the art in art rock, didn't he? I oh, mean. just incredible. And you know, it's funny because they were all schoolmates and went on out of school and when they did the new lead singer came in when Peter Gabriel left the group mm -hmm. which was uh, early 70s to, to do that uh, so they had an audition which I didn't even know of like hundreds of people I think over 200 maybe even more to oh, fill his position and Phil Collins got the got the job man they, cool. they, they loved him. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about that because I'm really familiar with the genesis of Phil Collins era and I'm not as familiar with Peter Gabriel, though I am. And so I'm wondering, Peter Gabriel genesis, as they transitioned out, did they audition hundreds of people because they were really big at the time? Or were they trying to completely retune the band and become big? I don't know if you could look at it in all those ways. I think they were just looking at for a, a new frontman, like in excess. I mean, they even had a program where they had a number of shows showing the interviews and they picked this guy and it was kind of like the first voice, you know, and he got the gig. But I haven't heard of him since and I don't know how good the gig was. But when he did the gig, but in excess, ever, have they had any more hits since they lost the, the main guy? Not, not to my not knowledge know, anyway. Know. But anyway, getting back off the track, we'll get back on it again. I want to play a little bit of old Genesis uh, with Peter Gabriel in it and it's um, I Know What I Like and it's beautiful tune I mean it's just so whole and full cool. and and it really magnifies Peter 
Gabriel style. So just uh, sample a little taste of this. See what you think, folks. Yeah, I don't actually know this one, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. See what you think. Yeah, so that was Peter Gable. So when he was out, you know, Phil Collins, the rest is history. You know, um, remember Band-Aid in the 80s? Oh, yeah. When, uh, I mean, they were huge on MTV, Genesis. Would, you know, I think uh, Peter Gable just got out before that, what I call art, began. And in some ways... It was good for him because he had his solo career. Yeah. You know what I mean? A really good solo career, too. Oh, yeah. Some amazing Yeah, and you can't help think of the the Genesis with, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to play Land of Confusion, which if you listen to the lyrics in that song and what it's all about, and we know what it is, and we know who Superman was (laughs) at the time. Yes. I think... Well, You're talking about the video with the spitting image puppets. I am, yeah. I refuse anything <laughs> till I talk to my lawyer. That but, was a great video. I love that. Yeah. God bless America and England. We're still in a land of confusion, but hopefully we're getting better and wiser, folks. And uh, just listen to this. Oh, man. This is like one of the best songs. Agreed. Yeah. See what you think. Again. Well, Phil Collins, you know, he even did his solo career. You know, like I say, he did the Tarzan and a bunch of stuff. They reformed about uh, 10 years ago and did like a 6 to 10 concert tour around the world in stadiums. Jeez, I'd forgotten about the Tarzan thing. That was fun. And it was a, yeah, it was a great song. So that's that's it too, which I, I think it really worked with the transition uh, to a new singer and took the group to... Super group highest, you know? So, okay, big boy. Okay, man. (laughs) What's happening on your side of the fence there? Coming back to American Shores, let's talk a little bit about a band that replaced its front man and still retained its greatness. I'm going to talk about Van Halen. Van Halen was awesome. They rocked out, and from the beginning, they had a really distinctive sound because, of course, the Van Halen brothers were virtuosos. The bass player, if you listen really closely to the harmonies he's doing on the backup vocals, good lord, he's got vocal range. I mean, there are times where he does these insanely high notes. It was awesome. But 
nothing really could top the flamboyant frontman, David Lee Roth. He was really someone who brought the magic to the sound, and he got pretty extravagant on stage with, you know, flinging himself around, dancing. That video for Jump drove teenagers crazy across the nation because it was such a neat, um, you know, he's jumping up in the air, slow motion, crazy flexibility and all that. Excuse me, Yank, sorry for interrupting. When he was jumping up and everybody said, and he did the backflip, Mm -hmm. that was not real. They had special effects. He did it forward but they filmed it going back oh, to wow. make him look better how about that for some trivia that what a great video crazy, but yeah, yeah. but sorry to interrupt but you know i think they get a raw deal actually too because you know with eddie on the guitar and the music that they played they become these pretty boy but they weren't i mean they were not they yeah. were more than that they were like uh Aerosmith, and I'm sorry, but I love them. Carry on. Well, yeah, if you look at David Lee Roth when he went off on his solo career, which was also pretty successful, you could tell he had his own musical talent outside of the band, but he went in a slightly different direction. The fun thing about the earlier Van Halen albums is you'll hear really older tunes like Big Bad Bill is Sweet William now. They do that fun little happy trails at the end of Diver Down. Those were really entertaining little songs. And going forward with Van Halen... They switched out for Sammy Hagar, and Sammy Hagar, the Red Rocker, he's a classic in his own right, also has his own talent. But when he hit Van Halen, it was just amazing. There was a whole different dynamic, and as a result, it's almost to me like those are two entirely different bands. Hello, baby! It was good to call it Van Hagar because his wild screeching caterwaul that he could do with these high ranges was a different approach to that classic kind of bebop sound of Van Halen's David Lee Roth. Okay, so I'm, I've talked enough. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to play, buddy. For Van Halen, for David Lee Roth, I'm going to go ahead and play a song that's a little bit out there, but I kind of like it. it it's, it's off of their very first album, and it's... Atomic Punk. Wow, you know what? I think you're right. 
they, they were one of those bands that kept up the success because they adapted to the lead singer to his style and they mm-hmm. changed it. And I tell you, if you hadn't heard the Nobody Would Have Told You, to me anyway, and they would have played the, the new Van Halen with the new frontman, I made that. They said, well, maybe it's not Van Halen. You know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. changed it up. And sometimes that's what it takes, you know, for the person to adapt you know whether it's and that's going to my uh have you finished yeah i think you should be he's been as always you know there should be a footnote here and that's this i really like the band extreme i really love the lead singer gary sharon but van halen did one more swap out and they moved sammy hagar out and gary sharon in i didn't know that it was i really wanted to like van halen three but I really couldn't get through it. I'd rather go back and listen to Gary with Extreme and do his amazing stuff than what just didn't seem to be anywhere on par with the earlier Van Hagar and uh, David Lee Roth stuff. Well, were you right? Did it not happen? Yeah, that was kind you of You don't hear them? That's there. it? No tour? They just couldn't get another hit? That's it? I know they so, did try the reunion tour. A lot of the uh, fans out there are going to say that. Uh, and feel free to share your experiences if you did get to see David Lee Roth performing with Van Halen a few years ago. But um, it hasn't been the kind of thing where you say, oh, wow, they're just like the Stones. Now they're back again. They got an album. Everybody's buying it and they're on the charts. So, All right. I'm going to cut him off again before he starts rambling on. It's my turn. You've had like three... Times as much time that I had before. But it's okay because I talk more sense. And you that's what you do. That's why you're good at doing that. I know. <laughs> you know what? He's scared because I've got the small faces coming up. Stevie Marriott, which had probably 50 hits over there. I know I've talked about him before. One of the best soul blues singers in this world today. Wonderful East End boy from London. Absolutely fantastic. Felt like he was trapped musically. He come to the point, and like you said, it's the they come after the lead first when you know you're not selling as much record, and you know you want that creativity. And he said, "I'm out of here," you know. And then he left. But who can replace somebody like that? I mean, someone that's one of the best ever. And of course, he went on to form Humble Pie yeah. with uh, Peter Frampton, who also was a wonderful youth success. Uh, when I was a kid, used to uh, listen to him on top of the pops, you know, with the herd, Paradise Lost, and uh, he had quite a few, and they just connected, mate. They, uh, I think he invited him in after he started forming Humble Pie, but then, you know, we're going to the lead singers, and I said, there's no way he can be replaced, and Rod Stewart, I'm like, he's probably in my top three vocalists of all time. I mean, the guy was a blues, just like the Stone started off as a little. You, I was mm-hmm. listening to some of his old blues stuff, you know, nods as good as a wink. And in fact, even before that, um, but it's just so beautiful. And he does the, the, uh, electric guitar, which we think of it as a southern instrument, right? The, you know, yeah. Sonny Landreth, which I, I think is absolutely incredible. He brought that in. And uh, the mandolin, I mean, what an instrument to bring in. Uh, yeah, that is, you know. I have to admit, I'm kind of fond of when they do that. Oh, and one yeah, of my... It sounds neat. Oh, just absolutely incredible. Um, well, anyway. Um, so what's the song you got for us? 
Oh, thanks. Well, I'm going to play the, you know, of course, Steve Marriott, which is one of my favorite songs. And it was a number one hit in England. In fact, it was a chant for uh, Manchester City and a bunch of uh, soccer teams. And it's called Sha La 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 Lee. Yeah, sing it, Stevie Marriott. God bless you. <laughs> Is that fun or what? That's a that great. That is cool. Isn't that I a great? I have not heard that before. Oh, I'm yeah. not as into the, like, the, yeah. the faces and the small faces. I don't know if I could count the amount of hits that he had, too. You know, just unbelievable. See, and, you know, I think I'm, I'm starting to discover something here as we chat through this that I hadn't really thought about, which is that if you are a really talented musician in a really talented band, when you go, your talent follows. I mean, every one of these people so far, they've been very successful on their own, either before or after they were with the particular band. Oh. And that's kind of neat. It's it's impressive to me because it says that when you have that musical, whatever it is, it's not always just that you were in the right place at the right time. It's also that you had the ability to get in the studio and just knock it out. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, when Rod Stewart took over with the faces, I think... Faces is up there in the uh, super group league again with, uh, you know, Humble Pie and the rest of them. You can never redo that music that the Faces and the Stones did in those blues days, like I say. Yeah. And I'm going to some, I'm going to put something into it because he, I mean, Rod Stewart was a down and out, dirty blues singer with that husky. Bonnie Tyler, I kind of felt sorry for her. I don't know if she found the right material or not, mm -hmm. but I thought she was going to, and people thought she was going to be the next Rod Stewart, the female Rod Stewart. And yeah. she had some hits, but I don't know if she lost her way, got too commercialized, she wasn't promoted the same way, and she had a fantastic voice too. She but, did. Uh, she had that same vocal style as Rod Stewart. And she also had a little bit of the rasp like Stevie Nicks without Stevie Nicks's use of vibrato, you know. Oh yeah, uh, driving over a bumpy road. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, I love it though. But when you get that style, it's like Joe Cocker, and yes. you can put it, and That's you can use good. your style and throw it into that song. Then it's all been worth it. Yeah. And uh, the Rod Stewart one, you know, um, what I what I picked, stay with me. You know, he's talking about the lady that is. And let's remember when the Small Faces took Rod Stewart on, not only is he, you know, a fantastic performer on stage and, stage and live action, mm -hmm. he's uh, as a poet and he's, uh, the songs will go down and he's known as the, uh, the, the, the storyteller. We call him the storyteller. Yeah. And I don't know I've if everyone believes that because, you know, like the beach with everyone, he just found his niche and that passion and love for the blues just translated incredibly. But I'm starting to talk too much like this guy. Yeah, I noticed that you're kind of rambling and I think maybe you've been in America <laughs> long enough that you've learned how to be a motor mouth. 
Motor mouth. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. All right, stay with me. And I'm going I'm, I'm to quote, I pay your cab fare home. You can even use my best cologne. Just don't be here in the morning when I get up. Oh, wow. That's what he said. And that's why it's such a great Shiny. song, because he's talking about a, a girlfriend. I, hopefully I didn't have any. Well, let's play the, the song. <laughs> let's not go there. Stay with me. You're going to get in trouble, and you're going to make me get in trouble. <laughs> stay with me, or tonight you're going to stay with me. They're saying, don't put the song on. You just sing, Steve. You sound... No, they're, they're not saying... Do they think it's karaoke? Sorry. That's I, I karaoke so. without the music behind me. It would only be karaoke if we both did Don't Stop Believing by Journey, because that's apparently the Don't, karaoke. I can so sing that in the no, car. No, I can. <laughs> I stop traffic. Here you go. Let's say, this is what we're saying to you folks. Stay with me. <laughs> All right, so... You know, if Traffic made me the lead singer, I'd stop Traffic, too. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. got to... My you point know is, what? you got to have that talent. You can't I've just be... I've got to put this in. Your face stops Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, kids. Time to go for now. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia, and fun on... The, the Liney and, and the Yank, Yank Podcast. Podcast.